Thank you, choir. Thank you, Brother Tommy. How long has it been since I heard the song, Where Could I Go? It's been a day or two. <clears throat> Appreciate you being here this morning for our service. Appreciate the opportunity to be able to share the Word of God with you. Brother Scotty contacted me probably a month ago concerning uh, to preach on this day. And so... Uh, I've been working on this sermon for a month, I guess. May not sound like it time I get done with it, but I've been working on it for a while. We're all in the process of dying. Why? I believe it was Solomon who said, the days of your death is better than the day of your birth. And according to what is said in the book of Hebrews, chapter number 9, verse number 27, <clears throat> tells us that we have an appointment to meet. And if Jesus does not come for the rapture of the church, every person under the sound of my voice is going to die. <clears throat> 67 million died in 2022. There are 20, about 25,000 funeral homes in America, and there are 332,000 deaths each day. Four people die for every second. 240 people will die every minute. Now, I know some of you younger ones don't think that you're in the process, but it started the very moment that you begin to breathe, you begin to die. So some of us knows that we are already headed down the backside of this. Uh, and I'm not complaining. I've had a good run. I've had an enjoyable, uh, enjoyable uh, pastoring for uh, some days, some days not. Uh, it all started back in the beginning when God created the first man and called him Adam. Man of red earth. <clears throat> I've been working in my garden. I wonder if he got the soil from Georgia. Because I have red earth. God created Adam for the purpose. He created him for the purpose of ruling the earth. And God says, I want you to run the earth like I want you to run the earth. I'll help you run the earth if you run the earth like I say that the earth ought to be run. I'll help you run the earth and I'll bless you. And we know that God gave Adam a helpmeet to help him, to love him, to encourage him and... Uh, Place them both in a beautiful garden, uh, a place called Eden with instructions uh, on how to take care of that garden. God also created something that was beautiful during that time. He created an angel by the name of Lucifer. He was known as son of the morning. But Lucifer, the son of the morning, became jealous uh, and he wanted to be like God. So he goes into a serpent, and I've often wondered about the serpent. 
Seems like the serpent could walk and talk at one time. And I say that because of the curse that was put upon him. And uh, Eve didn't seem to be upset when this serpent uh, came under her and began to talk. Now, if I was out somewhere in the field and one of those, they don't have to talk. I get rid of them in a hurry. I don't like them. But God gave them instructions on a tree in that garden. And we know the story. You can eat of all these trees that are out here, uh, but there's one that you should not eat of, and that is uh, there's a tree, no, a tree known as the knowledge of good and truth, or good and evil. Uh, and if you eat of it, uh, uh, you will die. So Lucifer here, uh, the serpent, he confronts Eve, uh, the helpmeet of Adam. Uh, uh, and he says unto her, oh, he says, if, if you eat of that tree, God knows that you're going to become just like him. And so she kind of wanted to be like God. And so we know the story, uh, how that she ate of that and she gave unto Adam and uh, they, he ate of that forbidden fruit. And the process of dying began then. Now, I don't know how long they were in that garden before that process started, but we know that it started. They did not die physically on that day, but they died spiritually, for we know that Adam lived to 930 years after that he sinned there in the Garden of Eden. And from that day until this day, only two men... <clears throat> have escaped the process of dying, and that was Enoch and Elijah. Nowhere else. We know that there has been some resurrection from the dead, but all those people died again after the resurrection. Lazarus, he died again. The young man that was raised there, uh, the, uh, and the young woman that was raised also, well, all of them died again. Now, if you look in the book of Genesis, chapter number 1, verse 26, uh, You'll discover here why God has made us. And God said, Let us make man in our image and let them have dominion. If you write in your Bible, underscore that word dominion. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man to have dominion. Psalms 8 verse 6 says, Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. Now just stay with me. We're going to go somewhere in a little bit. About 15, 20 minutes. Maybe. <laughs> but when you look around and you listen, we know that man is not having dominion over the earth. We, we see that. First point is, and Adam lost dominion. How did he lose dominion? What happened to Adam? 
God had given a command there in Genesis 2 concerning the man uh, of the tree of the garden that you may eat of, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it, for in the day that you eat, you will surely die. Now, in the book of Ephesians, chapter number 2, there verses 1 and 2, Paul describes us. Uh, he says there, and you hath he quickened us. That word there means made alive. And you, and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. I thought when all of my children were born, they were perfect. But I found out they took after their mother. <laughs> Can I go home with you? <laughs> Who is the prince in the power of the air? Who is it that walks within the children of, uh, and rules over the children of disobedience? Uh, well, we know it's the devil himself. Uh, God did not create a devil. Uh, God created a perfect being, and uh, He gave them that perfect choice, just like you and I today have a choice. Uh, you can hear the gospel, believe the gospel, be convicted by the Spirit of God, uh, and come to a saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, and God will save your soul, and what God has saved, you'll never lose that. You can never lose your salvation. Amen. Satan, the light barrier made his choice to rebel against God. So we know that Lucifer, the light barrier, who became Satan, so the barrier of light became the master of darkness. So God cast him down out of heaven. And the rebellion that did not work in heaven was turned to the earth, and it works pretty good down here. We know that's going on. Somebody says, why don't God stop all of this uh, killing and all this that's going on out there? It's because we have a bunch of children of disobedience, uh, and they're listening to the devil. That's the reason it's all going on. Satan came to the earth to enthrone himself in the hearts and minds of the people, uh, and I'll guarantee you he's giving you trouble from day one. After you, even after you got saved, I know the devil continually uh, bothers us. Uh, so the victory that he lost in heaven uh, was a victory that he gained on earth. Uh, now, how did all this happen? Well, Adam was given the gift of uh, dominion. And Adam forfeited that dominion, and he gave it to Satan, uh, and he chose to obey Satan. And when, when Adam obeyed Satan, he became a servant of Satan. And that brings us to Romans chapter number 6, verse number 16. Uh, and it's good to have the technology we got. You don't have to look it up. It's right here behind me and right here before me. Know ye not that to whom you yield yourselves uh, servants to obey... His servant you are to obey, whether of sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. Uh, 
So Adam obeyed Satan, turned it all over to him. Um, there's an interesting passage of Scripture in Luke chapter number 4, where if you remember, Jesus was driven into the wilderness, and there He was tempted for some 40 days and 40 nights. And it says, and afterwards, uh, He was hungry. And as He comes out there, Satan meets Him there, uh, and uh, knowing that he's hungry, a good time to get at him. Uh, he says, why don't you turn these stones into bread? And Jesus looked at him, and I think he looked at him with a kind of a fiery eye, and he says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. You believe that? Say amen. 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 Then he took Jesus to a high mountain. And he said unto him, you see all of these kingdoms out here? You see all this out here? He says, if you'll bow down and worship me, he says, I'll give all this to you. And it was his to give at that time. Because Adam had lost the dominion. Satan had it at that time. And, and so you see all of that? I'll give you all of this. Uh, and then he says, uh, go up to the pinnacle of the temple. And he says, just cast yourself down. And he says, if the angels will take charge over you and, 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 and uh, save you, he says, we'll, we'll know that you're God. But if you'll bow down and worship me, all this can be yours. Uh, who is the God of this world? A lot of people say, Almighty God. Well, listen to what the Word says in 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Are you saved? Then you've got an opportunity not to believe Him. But if you're not saved, you'll believe Him. And if you're not careful, even though you are saved, you don't have to, but you will believe Him. I had a struggle with him this morning about 2 o'clock. I got up, I, I, I'm, I'm awake at 2 o'clock. And the devil is saying in my head, you better not preach that sermon today. If you preach that sermon today, then somebody's going to get upset about it. So don't preach that sermon today. And here I am, and me and God's having a conversation, and the devil said, don't preach that. And I said, God, but you gave it unto me. Uh, and uh, the devil said, but you better not preach that. Uh, although I'm saved, been preaching 51 years, uh, the devil's still good trying to get into our mind. Y'all have any problem with him? So dominion was given to Adam, and he gave it to Satan. Second point, Adam lost dominion, but was recovered by the last Adam. Lost by man, so it must be recovered by man. But there's no people in Adam's family that is qualified to recover what was lost. There's no way. So, what do we have here? We have in the Word of God, somebody's got to come on the scene. We know that uh, Adam, 
enthroned himself and obeyed Satan, enthroned Satan, so he became a slave. Now, my daddy was a slave to Satan. My mother was a slave to Satan. So, mom and daddy had children, and what does that make the children? Made us slaves uh, to Satan. Uh, and so, dominion was lost by man. It had to be recovered by man. Uh, and the answer is found in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Listen to 1 Corinthians 15, 21. For since by man, for since by Adam came death, by Jesus came also the resurrection from the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Now what God said here, that by one man came death, and by another man came the resurrection, and Jesus himself took upon himself flesh and blood, and became a man so that he could, so that he could die on the cross, and destroy him that had the power of death, and he did it at Calvary. And he paid the full penalty of sin. Galatians chapter number 4 verses 3, 4, 5, and 6 says, Even so we, now that's you and I, even so we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time was come, when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law to do what? To redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons of God or the children of God. Have you been adopted into the family of God? Do you know what it is to be saved? Have you been forgiven of your sins? Has your penalty been paid on Calvary's cross? Do you know what it is to live in victory of the Lord Jesus Christ? If not, I pray the day before you leave here... <clears throat> You'll trust Him. So we have the Son who was with the Father who stepped out of heaven, came to a world, a wicked world, <coughs> born of a virgin, and became a man. Why? <coughs> Excuse me. By man, Adam lost dominion. And by the last Adam, it must be recovered. Now the last Adam, who's that? That's Jesus. The last Adam was different from every other man that Satan had ever dealt with except the first Adam. <clears throat> Jesus was sinless. So at the beginning, Adam was sinless. He had every opportunity that the last Adam had, but he gave it up and given up the dominion. So, Jesus was not the son of Adam. Jesus was the son of God. Uh, he does not have a sinful nature. And he legally took back uh, what was lost by the first Adam. So I hope you see this. Satan lost in the wilderness uh, and he did not get Jesus to 
bow down to him there. He didn't get him to turn stones into bread. And he did not cast himself down from the pinnacle of the temple. And so it says there, he, he waited for another opportune time. And that time, that time came at Gethsemane. Remember what Jesus prayed? In human form, he said, Father, although he was the Son of God, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. What was in the cup? What was in the cup? Your sins. My sins. Every sin that's ever been committed was in that cup. Uh, all the sins of mankind. And the Bible said that he prayed with such agony that his blood became as great drops of blood falling down to the ground as he prayed. Satan lost again. Jesus never failed in Gethsemane. Jesus never failed at Golgotha. And Jesus never failed at the garden tomb. He didn't fail in Gethsemane because he was willing to follow what the Father had laid out for him. He didn't, he didn't fail at Golgotha because he went, to the, he went to Calvary knowing that he was paying for the sins of all mankind. And then he didn't fail at the garden tomb I'm sure that the devil thought he'd won a great victory there when uh, Jesus was hanged upon the cross uh, and he didn't believe the Word of God. And Jesus said, in three days I'll see you again. And it says there, after three days, three nights, there was a resurrection. He came up out of that tomb. And not only that, but he walked up on the face of the earth for some 40 days and nights. Uh, and then he ascended back into the heavens. Uh, and as he stood out there that day and men were looking at him and he began to go up and he says, ye men of Galilee... Why you stand gazing up into the heavens? For the same Jesus that you see going up into the heavens is going to come again in like manner as you see Him going away. Even come quickly, Lord Jesus. I'd like to see Him come even right now. You say you're too old to get excited. <clears throat> I'm looking over the gate. I'm headed home. Third point, Adam's dominion has been given to the church. Lost in Adam, regained by the last Adam, and Jesus is going to give it to the church. Listen to Ephesians chapter number 1, verse 22, 23. <clears throat> Jesus is now far above all principalities and power. And my... And dominion. There's that word again. That dominion that he gave to Adam there. So he has above all principalities and powers and might and dominion. And every name that is named. Not only in this world. But also in the world to come. Now. And I put all things under his feet. And gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body. The fullness of him that filleth all 
and all. And he's talking about the church. He's talking about you and I. Have you been saved? You're part of the church. You're part of the body of Christ. Well, I've never been baptized, preacher. Um, I, I don't know that I've ever been filled with the Holy Spirit. Are you saved? Are you saved? If you're saved, you have the Holy Spirit of God dwelling on the inside of you. Amen? He lives there. And I'm grateful that He's there. Me and Him had a battle with the devil this morning, but I won through Him. Now, does Jesus, answer me this, does Jesus have authority over Satan? Okay. So do you and I have dominion over our enemy? Don't, don't go that route of Flip Wilson. Y'all remember him? Some of you younger ones don't remember him. But he was this guy on television. And when he done wrong, he always said, the devil made me do it. Don't go that route. You don't have to listen to Satan. Jesus has won. He conquered on Calvary. He conquered at the tomb. He conquered at the resurrection. And now He's on the right hand of the Father this morning making intercession for you. And I'm grateful this morning about 3 o'clock in the morning that I was able to com communicate with Him. And uh, I heard Him. You say, did you hear Him? I heard Him in a spiritual voice saying, I gave you the message. Preach the message I give to you. I don't care if it hair lips the devil. Amen. Now here's the thing. And Paul says here that we sit together with Christ in heavenly places. And so God has raised Jesus up. And he's on the right hand of the Father. And we're there spiritually in his presence. And I'm grateful for the Word of God it says, I'll never leave you nor will I ever forsake you, but I'll go with you even unto the end. So when that end comes, wherever, whatever time of the day it may be, and the end comes, I'm glad that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Do you believe that? Say, this, this means yes. This means no. Satan has no power over you. The only power he has over you is what you allow him to have. And sometimes he gets, I, I know there's certain things I should not eat. I know there's certain things that I know is bad for my health. But when Mary brings me a nutty buddy on the back porch and I'm not supposed to have it, I'm not going to hurt her feelings. <laughs> I'm going to eat it. Thank God for victory. If you're a Christian and you're not living in victory, you can do so this morning. You say, well, I've got so many things against me. I've, I've got so many sins against me. I, I've made a profession of faith, but I'm backslidden on God. I'm not, I'm, I'm not really doing anything for God. 
Will you, will you listen to that Holy Spirit this morning as it draws you? Do this for me, if you will. As we come to a close, take a good, deep breath. Doctor tells you to do that. Take a good, deep breath. Now, let it out. What if that was your last breath? What if that was your last breath? 367 million died 2022. Many of them went to heaven. And many of them went to hell. I don't know. I can't judge. I don't know who is what. I only know one person in this group this morning that's saved. That's myself. Do you have that assurance? Do you know that if that was your last breath that you took there just a moment ago, it's not, you're still breathing. But God can cut that wind off just that quick. And you could be in eternity. If you're in eternity. And we have to come by and pay our respects to you. Do we know? Do we know? Do we know? Where you're at. Do you have the testimony? Would you bow your head and pray with me? Father, I want to thank you this morning for uh, the dominion that was regained in Jesus Christ. Bless this invitation that we're about to give this morning. Bring conviction to the heart of those that need convicted. Thank you, dear God, this morning that you were very near and dear to me. And even before I ever come this way, the devil tried to make me sick to where I couldn't, couldn't proclaim this truth this morning. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for bringing me to the realization that I was lost and I needed Christ as my Savior. And Lord, I'm sure that these others here today that have been saved. But if there's not, I pray even today as they sing and they play and we go further. Pastor be here this morning and I'll be here this morning. Others, Aaron will be here. He'd be more than glad to share with you and point you in the direction that you need to go in. And that they can trust Christ as their Savior. All this I do pray and ask in the wonderful holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, my Savior. Amen. Would you stand? Hey guys, Pastor Scotty Gerard here, and I just wanted to say thank you for joining us today. We really hope that this has been a resource that's helped you grow in your purpose for God, but also grow in His glory. 
We also want to extend an invitation to you to join us here in person at Harmony Grove. We are located at 1008 Town Creek School Road in Blairsville, Georgia. We would love for you to come be a part of our service, to be a part of our small groups. If you have children, we have children's classes on Wednesday night and on Sunday morning. And all this information can be found on our website. We'd also like to continue help you in your growth with Christ. If you have a question, maybe a prayer request, or just need to talk to somebody, you can contact us in the emails below in the description, or you can also contact us through our app and through our website, which are also found in the description below. Again, we hope this has been a blessing to you because we know that you joining us today has been a great blessing to us. Thank you so much. God bless.